Hello and welcome back to Project Deep End, the show where I talk about and document my journey of building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and uh, let's go ahead and get into this one. Uh, so today I want to talk about uh, how, kind of more of an operations standpoint, a field operations standpoint, um, how I'm currently operating and where I think it scales to or grows to, and then, um, you know, basically why I do, uh, why we, sorry about that. I do drive while I, while I record these podcasts and sometimes people do some weird things and it distracts me cause I have to pay attention. But, um, but yeah, so I want to talk about the, the way that we operate our, the field or in the field and, and what it looks like now at the size we're at now and what I think it's going to look like in the very near future. So, um, we operate maybe a little bit differently, uh, than some other uh, pool companies that I know of. Uh, some guys just send one guy out to a truck, uh, one, one guy out in a truck and, and, uh, that person is supposed to just go ahead and take care of the pools. No questions asked. And then they, once they're done with their route, they go back to the office and they clock out and they're done. Um, I know other pool guys that send two guys to a truck and instead of doing maybe 20, 25 pools, they do 35 to 45 pools, uh, in a day, but same thing. They get out there, they uh, tackle their pools, they get back to the shop and you know clock out and they're done. Uh, we operate a little bit differently than these. And I would say that those two, maybe the, I don't know if the two, two guys per truck is a standard. I think it's usually one guy per truck, uh, unless you're training someone. Uh, but the, the, the kind of, the, the key point of you know, once they're done with the route, they, they go back to the shop, clock out and they're done or unload the truck or do whatever they have to do at the end of the day to be able to clock out and go home. But basically they're going home. Right. And, uh, I think that's the, the biggest distinction that we have, uh, in our company compared, uh, to some of these other guys out here, uh, and guys and gals out here. So the way we operate is number one, uh, we have, uh, I would say four core areas at this point. It, it was three, and you could maybe say it's still three uh, core areas, but I, I don't know. I think one of them has grown uh, now to the point where I would I would call it a core area. And so we have four geographic areas that we service. Um, we have our largest geographic area. We have, and, and then we have three kind of smaller uh, geographic areas that we service on different days. Uh, one of one of them has sort of built up slowly over time, and we had we were doing it. Um, you know, we were we were doing the, the that kind of route split up across multiple days and just kind of spread out. You know, on days where we were in different areas excuse me, we were in different areas and, and we would just hit those at the end of the day. And we're still at that point, but eventually, uh, here, probably within the next month or so, I'm going to have to reroute our, our, uh, our stuff and, and start, uh, start kind of having a designated day for that one area. But point is four areas, right? And, uh, you know, so number one, um, we are all in the same area every day. Now, what I mean by we are all is I'm still talking about uh, one unit, one field unit. And uh, for those of you who didn't uh, hear the podcast yesterday, uh, that a unit uh, in my business, in our business, is, uh, is one lead technician with anywhere from three to four uh, techs out in the field, right? That's one unit. Um, maybe let's just say one lead tech, two technicians is the minimum unit. Uh, it would be better if it's three, but we're just not quite there yet. We will be there probably by the end of 
middle of February, end of February, somewhere around there, we should have a full unit. Uh, but that is one field unit. And on any given day, there will be one field unit uh, in the designated area that we're servicing for that day. And the reason for that is number one, um, it allows for us to deploy technicians uh, earlier, uh, and earlier than uh, you know, deploy technicians on their own in their own truck cleaning pools earlier from a training standpoint. Uh, and I don't mean that we we don't train our guys. We absolutely train all of our technicians. Uh, we they can all do the core competencies, competencies netting. They know skimmers. They know pumps. They know filter cleans. Um, actually, that's one thing that they don't know. A, a, our, a technician level one does not do filter cleans with our company, um, or or at least that is part of their their training to get from level one to level two is probably a better way to say it because there are tech level ones that do filter cleans, but. Um, but you, you, for most of the guys who start with us, they, they graduate into that. They, they kind of get their, their training. Uh, they they kind of train their way into that before they're there. So really, the core competencies are chems and service and just the cleaning portion, right? We are a pool cleaning business first. That's our first and most important uh, aspect of our business. So all of our technicians know how to clean pools, but not all of them know how to do some of the other, you know, very routine service-based things, right? So all of our technicians know how to check a pressure gauge on a filter, but not all of our technicians know how to clean the filter, right? So not all of our technicians know how to swap out uh, damaged hoses on cleaners, right? Not all of our technicians know how to swap out drive belts. Um, you know, not all of our technicians know to look for ballast float leaks. There are, there are a lot of those little things that, uh, you know, you probably just do or your techs just do uh, from muscle memory that not all of our techs know how to do. That way we can hire people fast, train them up quickly and get them out into the field uh, quickly. But you might be thinking, well, that's dangerous if a technician doesn't know how to do something. That's bad. That means they're going to, you know, if the homeowner comes out and wants to talk to them, they're going to have to say, oh, I don't know how to do that. And that's not a good look um, and, and all that good stuff. And that's true if you don't have a lead technician or yourself uh, out in the field. Right. And so um, the reason we are able to deploy our technicians so much faster from a, uh, um, a training standpoint is because we have lead tech a lead tech or myself in the same area as the technician. So if homeowner comes out and says, hey, can you clean the filter today? Or hey, can you check the sweep or whatever, whatever the case is, that technician can then call uh, me or our lead tech, which technically he is not a lead tech quite yet. We are going to be doing a promotion here in a second. But the point is he's more or less a lead tech because they're already calling him for this kind of stuff. So the point is, is they can call and say, hey, I got a homeowner here. He's asking about this, this, and this. I let them know that I'm not, I haven't reached that point of training, whatever they, however they want to message it. Uh, uh, can you come over and, and take a look or can you t- stop by? And then that lead tech can either say, yeah, sure, I'll be right over or, oh, I'll be over in an hour. You know, so whatever the case is. But the point is, is we have a more seasoned veteran in the field with our other technicians uh, who who can call who who they can call on um, to come and provide that air support is what I call it. Uh, now, what that also means is, um, th- you know, we're we're helping each other out throughout the day, right? So, 
So that's benefit number one. Benefit number one of all of us riding in the same area is that the, the, the point person, the lead person on the team can go and provide air support as they can. Now, what that also means though, is that that lead technician cannot do the same amount of pools as a normal uh, you know, technician level one through three. And that's perfectly good. That's actually, that's, that's fine because what you gotta remember is um, you know, the, the way that I'm building this business, the way that we're, we are working on uh, building out our teams and our structure and the way that we operate is all centered around, uh, I can't do all of this on my own. I need a team. I need a team to help me do these things. And one of the things, especially during the, the busy season, the growth season, you know, May through, um, you know, maybe early August, where it's really crazy and people really want their pools to be perfect. You know, once you get to a certain point, you cannot do all of the little repairs by yourself. Um, there's just no way I would not, I, my phone will, will never stop ringing. Uh, and I will never, I would never stop, you know, doing tiny little repairs. Right. So, uh, you know, one, one of the, one of the reasons why we do it this way is so that I can have, I personally can have help out in the field and eventually not have to go out into the field at all because we have a seasoned uh, team. You know, we have lead technicians and we have tech level two and threes who can do all those minor stuff. So uh, our team has air support, our team has backup in the field and our technicians are, are slowly but surely being trained as the lead tech can come out and, and do those repairs in front of them and teach them. And so we all kind of train each other, we all help each other uh, and, and that's, uh, those, you know, we all provide air support. So the lead tech isn't doing as many pools. The way I have it right now is a lead tech should be doing anywhere from 10 to 15 pools depending on our, our you know, where we are currently with our growth. Uh, and then our, our technicians in the field should be doing 15 to 20 pools. Uh, some of some can do, if they can do more, that's great. Uh, but you know, the minimum at our company is 15 to 20 pools. You should be able to handle that. Um, so that's number one. That's number one, uh, a way that we operate. That's a little bit different than a lot of pool guys. I know, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with operating the, the other ways, but you know, a lot of the guys I know are sending out you know, they're directly managing eight, nine, 10, uh, different trucks any given day. And that's a lot of moving pieces. That's you being the, the one point of air support for 10 different trucks. And then, and any given truck can be doing, you know, I, I know one guy where, you know, th those trucks are doing, you know, 13, 1400 pools a week. That's 13, 1400 pools of air support you're providing all week. That that's a lot of work, man. That's, that's going to drain your, your life force, in my opinion. Uh, that's just so many little tiny things that are always coming at you. When do you have time to go quote new pools? When do you have time to, to cultivate better customer relationships? When do you have time to work on your business, like work on efficiencies, work on uh, adapting a new software? Like when do you have time? The only time you would have in that situation is in the middle of the night. And for, for some of the guys that I know, that's the only time they actually work on their business is at the end of the day, once their kids go to sleep or if they don't have kids, you know, basically from the minute they get home, all the way until the middle of the night and then they go to sleep and they wake up at, you know, five in the morning and do it all over again. And it's, you know, six days a week. So that, that's not the lifestyle I'm trying to build whatsoever. I've got kids. I want to see my kids. There's nothing more important to me, uh, than being with my family and having good family, you know, good quality family time and being, uh, you know, the father that I really want to be, uh, so that my, my kids have the best shot at life, um, that they can, right that I can provide. Uh, and that, that's my number one. Now, everybody's number one is different, but for me, that's my number one. That's why I'm doing all of this. And uh, so, 
So I don't want to have that life where I'm just doing all these tiny, putting out all these tiny little fires all day. I need a team to help me. And it starts with elite tech and it starts with having units, right? Full units. And uh, so that's that's area number one. So that, that solves a couple of problems. Um, the other way that we operate is uh, we, we don't go home. Nobody goes home until all of the pools are done for the day. So everybody has their own route. Uh, don't get me wrong. We all have our own individual routes. Um, sometimes I have a route, sometimes I don't. Just depends on where we are with our growth. But right now we're at 180 customers. Uh, I got two guys who can handle the entire load. I just provide air support on two days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, that being said, we're, we're pretty much ready to, to start hiring a, um, a new guy to start training him up. He'll probably be part-time unless we can, you know, anyway, I'm getting off topic. I'm trying to keep these relatively uh, short and sweet for you. So, but uh, going back to the point. So the point is uh, nobody goes home until all of the pools are done, which does a couple of things. Uh, number one, as if you're listening to this and you're a pool guy or a pool technician, you know, you know that when it's hundred degrees outside, you've done 12 pools and you still got another eight pools to go and it's three in the afternoon and it's hundred degrees and it's been hot all day. Uh, you know what it's like staring down that, that last, those last eight pools, not feeling good. You know, you got to get them done. You're, you drank down a bunch of Gatorade. You got to take the leak. You're, you need to take a leak cause he's chugged a Gatorade cause he got overheated. You know, you can't stick your head in the pool. You're trying to sneakily, you know, uh, rinse your head off with a hose or something just to keep, keep alive, really not have a heat stroke. You know, you know what it's like to still have those eight pools in your mind. You could be thinking, Oh, only eight left for the, for the unseasoned person. But in reality, you have eight, five, even five left. You're like, oh my God, how am I going to get through this next five pools? Sometimes this job eats you, eats at you. It really eats at your soul. Um, and having, you know, having a team to have your back in those moments is incredibly valuable from a spirit standpoint. And I'm not trying to get all like hippie, you know, I, I just, it, when you're down in the dumps and you've had a tough day and every single one of your pools has had an issue, you've had to do a fix or repair at, you know, two out of the, every three pools you do. And you're just moving slow. You had one customer come out and kind of get a little upset with you about something, uh, completely unrelated to the pool. You had one customer come out and just like burn a bunch of time because they just want to chat and you couldn't figure out a polite way to get out of the conversation, which all of these things should be worked on. But at the same time, uh, all of these things are things that are not avoid, they're unavoidable, right? They're going to happen. You are, you are a, a service-based business. So all of these things, right? And, uh, you got, you got a mountain of work, what feels like a mountain of work left to do. And, and there's only so much daytime and you've already, you're on overtime, which some people love overtime, but some people hate, you know, hate it. They don't want to be working anymore. They, they did their eight hours. They want to go home, but they know they got to, you know, with our company, they know they got to stay until the job's done. Right. So in those moments, it's really nice knowing that there's a good chance that somebody's going to finish before you and come start helping you with your route, helping you get done with your day. It's a really good feeling because the way it works is no matter how you, how evenly you try to disperse these pools among your team, uh, there's going to be some guys who just overall, they just move faster. There's going to be some guys who can get through their day faster. Maybe those guys have slow days and then the other guys can help them. But the point is, is having somebody who finishes up their day and then comes and helps you builds a much, much better team, uh, atmosphere, much better, uh, in my opinion, and maybe this is not shared, but in my opinion, 
when I get air support, if I, when I was still doing this all on my own, if I had somebody come in and be like, Hey, I'm going to take your last three, you go, you, you finish up the next two. I'll take your last three. In some of the darkest days of this job, when I was like the early days, that first year where I was just learning and <clears throat> excuse me, I was just learning. I, you know, I wasn't necessarily in the best pool cleaning shape. I didn't necessarily know all the things I know now. I couldn't operate efficiently or I just had so many pools because we were in that stage of our growth. We were in that stage of our journey where I was just doing pools nonstop. Man, I, I'll tell you. If I had somebody to come out and help me out in those times, during those dark days, it would have made a world of difference. Um, now, you know, I'm not, I'm glad, you know, I'm happy that that didn't happen. I, I feel like I've developed a new level of steely resolve because of those dark days. But, uh, you know, I'm not expecting my employees to see the benefit in those days. Uh, what I'm expecting is if, if my employees have too many of those days back to back to back, they're going to quit. And then I'm going to have to start all over with a whole new team member. And I will have to start all over with, with all new team members throughout the course of doing this. But I'd like to keep my guys for as long as I can. And the way you do that is you support them the best you can. And the way you can, you do that when you're growing to the point where it's too many pools for just you to, to provide that support. If you want to continue to grow is you build a, a team system around it. Right. And that's why we have that. That's the primary reason it is absolutely more expensive to run this way but from a satisfaction from a team camaraderie the teams talk to each other they help each other um and then and then on top of that uh, the, the, so that's the main benefit right then there's other benefits of, of running this way the other benefits is uh, are all of your team members become pretty adept at all of the pools you know each pool is a little different each pool takes a little something um you know, uh, unique. Uh, it's kind of like people, right? Every pool has like a little quirk uh, of, it, of their own. They're all they're all unique. They're all different. And uh, but I mean, you know, if you know the basics, you can, once you get to a certain point, they're all you can service any pool. But um, but the point is, is most of our techs have familiarity with most of our pools. And so on any given day, if one of the techs calls out, most of our techs can just say, all right, you know no, no biggie. They can just take over. We can just absorb, uh, uh, those, those pools into a different route because that text most likely have been, has been there multiple times. Right. So that's, that's one thing. We have multiple people who can service a pool. And then finally, there's a kind of a last benefit that I'm, I'm just thinking about now that, uh, you know, is a benefit. It's not really something I'd put too much stock into, uh, because it doesn't really solve the customer's issue, but it d definitely mitigates, uh, an objection. Uh, from a sales perspective. So um, I, I tell our, our pr prospective customers, I tell leads, uh, this is how we operate because I want them to know what they can expect from us, number one. And number two is I think it's pretty sweet. I think it's a great way to operate. It, it makes you feel like you have an entire team taking care of your pool instead of just one person, which is true because again, none of our techs leave until all of the pools are done. That's how we operate. And, uh, but there, there's one objection that I do hear in, in sales, uh, appointments, uh, often it's, uh, you know, if it, it's complaints about other companies, uh, that they've had in the past where they never know what pool guy they're going to get. And some pool guys are better than others and yada, 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 and all that stuff. And, and, and that's probably, there's probably merit to that because I hear it a lot. Um, and, and I'd like to say that 
you know, we, we rely on our training. We rely on, on really instilling quality, really going off of our core values of reliability, quality, integrity, and team. Um, and, and that, that does translate into better service. It does. It absolutely does. But, um, but what it also, but when it comes to this objective, specific objection, they're talking about turnover, right? They're, they're talking about how they get fed up with new technicians coming into their backyard and learning on their pool. And they want an esta- either an, a single polar or they want an established pool company that doesn't have turnover, which newsflash, that doesn't exist. Every pool company has turnover. Now, some have, some have better than others. I mean, some people's turnover is the average is two years. Some people's turnover is the average is two months, right? It, it just depends on the management. It depends on a whole lot of things that I don't know. I haven't been doing it long enough to be able to tell you the ins and outs of what's wrong with other people's companies. I can just tell you what's wrong with mine and how we're fixing it uh, and how we're, we're trying to build it so that there's nothing wrong, right? But that's a frustration that a lot of customers have. And by by explaining our operations to these people um, early, uh, usually within the, you know, whenever I'm going out to the pool to quote the pool, uh, by explaining that this is how we operate and these are the reasons why. And so that you may, you can definitely expect to see more than one person uh, there. Sometimes you will actually even see two people at your pool. Um, but, you know, you can expect to see different people at your pool and that's because we operate as a team. That's because we operate in a way where there's always a lead tech checking work. There's always a lead, you know, me or a lead tech out there in the field with the people. We're all in the same area and we all take care of each other's pools. And that's because we're, your pool is being taken care of by our company. Our entire company is taking care of your pool. Our entire team is responsible for your pool. So you will never be let down by us. And that's that's kind of a that has been a, a small benefit to operating this way is you know when you get those customers every once in a while that are are coming to you because they are upset with you know seeing different pool guys in their backyard. First of all, don't promise them that you're they're not going to see that because they're going to get real pissed the minute they see somebody who's not their usual guy, right? But second of all. Um, you know, and it doesn't always work out. Sometimes they hear that and they don't want to hear that. They want to get, they really just truly want a single pooler polar. And then at the, in those situations, I let them know that that's what they want. And they should probably go get that because they'll be happier than going with my company. Um, but most of the time they actually really like that. They like hearing that. They like hearing the reason behind it. And they want to give you a shot anyway, because at that point in the conversation, they're either, they've already made up their mind that they're either going to go with you or they're not right. Um, that's just sales and we can get into sales in a different time. But, but the point is, is, uh, it, it does help with that objection. It does absolutely help, uh, with, with setting the, the right expectation that no, you know, customer person, you won't necessarily see the same person in your backyard. And, but that's by design. That means that your person was taking their time with somebody else, uh, with some other pool got, got, you know, caught behind or, Hey, you're even getting a lead tech that day. Um, some of the things that I've been uh, rolling around uh, recently is offering a new tier of service where maybe you know we have a limited amount, uh, 10 pools maximum uh, per day per area that you can pay the, the highest tier service and then we will actually assign your pool to a lead technician. The problem with doing that is what happens if the lead technician can't make it that day you know, has got caught on repairs. I, I don't know if that's uh, really going to work out, but 
Um, but anyway, I think I'm going on tangents. I think this is probably a good place to wrap it. This is how we operate. We operate all in the same geographic area every day. We operate as a team. So all of the team members air support each other. Uh, if one member is getting, you know, not getting done with their day, uh, you know, one day quickly and, and they need some help, the other team members are splitting up their, their route and, and tackling it together. If, if that person is now, you know, through their day, the next day, super, super fast, which is often the case, you know, one day you're slow, one day you're fast. Also, you got to remember it's a physical job. So some days you're tired right? And, and you move slower when you're tired. And some days you're not, and you move quicker, quicker when you're not. So, you know, you get air support when you need it. Your team gets air support when they need it. Uh, everybody's familiar with everybody's pools. It's, it's just a really solid way to operate. It's just slightly more expensive, but you'd be surprised. It's not, it, it's really kind of negligible. I mean, maybe, you know, with some of your faster guys, honestly, they, they kind of want uh, this because they're here to make money, man. They're not here uh, to be friends. They're not here, uh, you know, because they love cleaning pools. They're here to make money. And and some guys are not not happy with going home early because they got through their with their day so fast. Some guys want to make that money, and and this is another way for to offer them that that reward of doing the job that that they were assigned to do, that they agreed to do, and you hired them for. So it's a good way to get your team more money. It's a good way to get your team better morale. It's a good way to get your team to collaborate together to, to conquer the day. Um, and, uh, and that's how we operate. So uh, if you've got any questions about that, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I believe on the podcast there's a way to send me direct messages. I'm not, I'm not sure how this whole thing works quite yet, uh, but I'm, I'm getting better at it. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me directly um, on the Instagram, Project Deep End. Uh, that's probably the best way to reach me at this point. You know, you can also, there just should be links to, to my email. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and until the next one, have a good rest of your day. Bye.